Top, is your uh, is your retirement going to work like Lauren's? Is that how this is that that how this is going to work? Congratulations. That's uh, you know I see I go recruiting all the time and I'd walk in and there'd be Lauren up on the tenth row waving me up to come sit by him. You know this retirement thing's not. Uh, um, but uh, great day. It's a very good day for um, Illinois men's basketball, and uh, I'm very excited to to be sitting up here. Um, this has been a process, and, and I would be uh, very remiss um, if I didn't uh, really thank the guys that needed to be thanked, and that was Jamal Walker, uh, who's back here, uh, Orlando Antigua, and uh, Ron or Chen Coleman. Uh, Chen and uh, Chen's in Chicago on a personal matter, and actually Orlando's in Los Angeles on a personal matter. So uh, they could not be here today. But um, uh, those guys, uh, uh, when I said it a year ago, we had a first-class staff. Uh, I meant that. We have uh, a staff that is uh, extremely good and, and, and very, very uh, uh, tremendous evaluators. And so I'm... Uh, uh, any head coach is only as good as the assistants that he has around him, and, and, and I'm in pretty good shape there. So um, this has been a process. It's been something that uh, um, you know started when we took the job. Uh, it's a never-ending evaluation of uh, when you take over of your own program and where things are at. Uh, I've said this many times. Uh, we have a system, and, and we are going to recruit to that system. And it's not just go out and find a piece or, or this or that. And uh, um, this class uh, that, that we have signed today um, is um, um, the culmination of that. And I, and I think you, you start to see some tendencies and, and some of the things that, uh, that we've been looking for. Um, obviously, one of those things is we need to get a little bit bigger uh, at every spot, uh, not just uh, front court size. Uh, but at every spot. Um, we do that a variety of ways. One is through height, obviously. That makes sense. Uh, the other is through length. And uh, I think you'll find a pattern with, with me uh, over the course of, of signing periods that uh, we look for guys with, with some length. And uh, um, that is very conducive to, uh, to us being able to do some things at both ends of the court. Um, I think one of the other things that uh, we have spent a great deal of time uh, evaluating in this process, and, and with most of these guys, uh, the one thing that we have done is, is this has been a year-long process with these guys. And, and uh, you see a guy from L.A., you see guys from New York, you see guys from Florida. Uh, we've been all over the country, and, and uh, our, our staff has, has logged yeoman's miles, but uh, on days off, I've been out to uh, – to evaluate these guys as well, and 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 the one thing that we've we've really tried to identify with is winners, and and find guys who have had a tremendous track record of winning, and uh, uh, you'll see uh, you see that is very evident uh, in this class as as uh, uh, started with Io uh, obviously in in the fall, and and uh, he was a state champion, and he added another one, and uh, uh, it goes on down the list, so. Uh, you know, those were some things that we were looking for. We, we were also looking for a certain skill set. Uh, we felt like we needed to uh, 
really improve at every position in terms of shooting, passing, um, the ability to drive the basketball, um, the ability to uh, score at the rim. Uh, those things were, were, were things that um, all played into uh, uh, these guys being the guys. And um, uh, we feel great about that. Uh, passing was a big, big issue for me. Uh, it's, it's one of the things that I adhere to most. I think if you uh, paid any attention to the Final Four, uh, you saw some terrific passing teams. And, and it's one thing I'm obsessed with. And uh, I think we've added um, some, some quality, quality um, pieces in that area. So um, I feel um, a little bit uh, sorry for Brian Barnhart, as he's going to have a couple of names to, uh, uh, to have to announce and pronounce and, and, and do that. But uh, so be it. But uh, uh, I'll just go in alphabetical order here. And, and, uh, uh, and, and Again, I've got to, I've got a Bishanishvili, Georgie Bishanishvili, and uh, uh, Georgie's a six-nine, uh, two hundred and thirty-pound guy from the Patrick School that uh, uh, we all laid our eyes on uh, throughout the course of the season. Uh, he's an extremely skilled big man. He's he, he excites me because I can run offense through him. Uh, he is one of the best passers that I have seen. Uh, for a guy that, that is his size. He's left-handed, uh, but he is, um, he's got an IQ beyond his years, uh, and, and that is something that is, um, is very rare. And uh, uh, a guy that uh, is a very capable three-point shooter, uh, he's a guy that takes up some space. I think with, uh, with due time in the weight room, uh, with Fletch, uh, he'll be a guy that's uh, very easily becomes 250 pounds, and he's a very, very mobile 250 and uh, so we're uh, we're excited about Georgie and think he's a guy that that again can step right in and and uh, has the physical attributes right away to be able to help us Andres Felice uh, Andres is a guy that um, uh, does nothing but win and he does that from the point guards point guard spot um, he can play both spots. Uh, he's, a, he's really a combo. He played both for his, his team at, at uh, Northwest Florida. Uh, Northwest Florida was a team that spent most of the year ranked number one in the country. They were the defending national junior college champions. Andres won high school championships. He won two state Florida JUCO championships. Uh, as a uh, former coach in that state, I know how challenging that is. I know how good the players are. And uh, he's a guy who's done nothing but uh, uh, improve. I saw two games at the national tournament where he averaged about 26 a game. And uh, they were actually upset um, there as they were the, the odds on favor to win it. But uh, a terrific passer, a great, great leader, a guy that is um, um, extremely high IQ. He's, he's got tremendous, he's very deceiving. He, he doesn't look overly athletic, and yet he gets the ball wherever he wants it. And, a guy that again I think can um, can play multiple spots, and he's an elite defender. Uh, I, I, I've, more I watch him, the more impressed I am with him defensively. Excuse me, uh, Alan Griffin. Uh, Alan is a guy that um, uh, spent a lot of time as a youth in this state. Um, he comes from a tremendous uh, basketball family. 
Uh, I've known his father, Jamal. Uh, if you need any questions about his father, Jamal can uh, attest to his father's playing abilities as he knocked him out of a state title um, back in high school in Wichita, Kansas. His dad spent uh, uh, and is now an assistant with the Thunder. Uh, played at Seton Hall, played in the pros, and, and uh, uh, was on our campus in um, late summer. And then uh, uh, just this guy did nothing but improve. He's an elite shooter. Uh, he's got tremendous length. And he's got uh, the capability of scoring at, at all three levels off the dribble. Uh, he's got tremendous mid-range. Uh, and then he's got a tremendous range on his jumper. Um, he has uh, played for a tremendous high school coach at, at Stepanak, and and uh, they won the New York State title. He was the, the MVP of that, and uh, he had 28 points, 16 rebounds in that game and uh, uh, was a driving force for that basketball team. And, um, uh, again, a very good passer with a high IQ. He understands the game and um, uh, that is uh, – uh, going to have a terrific, terrific uh, four years here and a guy that we think can, uh, can really help us improve in uh, our perimeter jump shooting areas. Tevian Jones. Uh, Tev is a guy that we, we, we got dialed in on a, a year ago uh, in the summer. And uh, so I'm on the AAU circuit, and he was a guy that we just kept coming back to. Uh, he was a guy that has tremendous length. He was a guy that uh, shot the basketball. Uh, he's, his, uh, his passing uh, was something that is um, off the chart. Uh, he played a lot of point for his high school team. Uh, he is a guy that is a, a, a terrific character. Uh, I think he's got a chance to be a, an elite defender at 6'7 and, and, and long. Uh, but he's, a, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's known as a shooter, but he's a lot more than a shooter. And uh, uh, his... Um, uh, it's been a year-long recruitment with him, and uh, we're really, really excited to, to, to have Tev joining us. He, originally from uh, uh, from Arizona, uh, he's got family from the Chicago area, grandmother that lives up there, and um, we're excited as, as he he'll be a guy that I think can uh, can really stuff uh, a stat sheet uh, in a lot of capacities. So. Um, Excited to have Tev. He played his last year in, at Culver City in, in Los Angeles and uh, um, uh, a, a great piece on the wing for us as he can really guard and play any, uh, any of those perimeter spots. Uh, last piece, Samba Kane. Uh, Samba's a guy, again, seven foot, uh, great length, great athleticism. Uh, will give us some rim protection. Uh, he went to uh, Florida Prep. I spent a year in, in, in Colorado, then went to Florida Prep, and, and uh, again, a guy that we've been on uh, really since the fall. And uh, we all put our eyes on him. He's a guy that has continued to, uh, uh, to grow. His skill level is very, very good. Uh, he is a, he's not just a raw athlete. He's a guy that can step out and shoot it. Uh, he's a guy I think can be very effective in, a, in the pinch post for us. Uh, he gives us an option in terms of uh, a ball screen sprinting and getting to the front of the rim because uh, he's got very, very good hands. And, and uh, uh, you know, we can do some things above the rim that, uh, that maybe we couldn't do this year. So um, excited to have him in here. He'll, uh, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll get in the weight room and, and get with Fletch and, and, and get bigger. But his athleticism is something that we felt uh, 
really helped us and, and will help us protect the rims. So uh, you throw this group on top of, uh, uh, of Io, and uh, we've got six new faces that, um, that we're awful, awful excited about in, in terms of uh, not just next season, but uh, the continued growth of our, of our, uh, of our program. Questions? Brad, having one guy in the fall and then having all these scholarships open up, I don't know if you envisioned it being this big of a class and you can still add to it, but what was that process like for your staff? And, I mean, how much changed as the season went along and you saw what you have on your roster? Well, I think, I think that um, the evaluation process is never ending. And I think the one thing that we've, we've seen today, Jeremy, in college basketball is, is, is transition in terms of um, whether they be the one-and-done pros or, or the transfers. So um, at no point are, I think, any program in the country of the 351, do you ever feel like you're truly done recruiting. Uh, there's never a day off. And you continue to recruit every position, uh, no matter how many scholarships you think you may or may not have available. And, and uh, you know, I think as the, as the season went on, I think things became a little more uh, a little obvious, um, and I use that word, but I think they, they became uh, um, uh, glaring. I think we didn't do some things that, that maybe we needed to do, and we had to, we had to, uh, uh, to do some of those things better. Uh, I, I would be very remiss if I didn't mention this, and I, and I should have mentioned earlier. Uh, the one thing that is, is, is a big piece of this is character. And, and every one of these young guys, they couldn't wait to come to play at the University of Illinois. They were excited, and and uh, that's an exciting thing for me. Is is guys that uh, uh, they're all good students. Uh, they're all guys that have have uh, uh, a desire to want to work and become better. And uh, when you start putting that with the talent, um, then you're, um, as Orlando and Tigua would say, now you're cooking with gas. So we we've got some uh, uh, a lot of positives that way. play both guard positions being a combo guard what's maybe the advantage of having him Trent Io where they're all three options I mean similar in that options regard. Um, no I, I think that you know I think that uh, we would like to play in a way that is very conducive to um, and I use Golden State or Houston it doesn't matter who has the ball uh, when you have a skill set, uh, and I, I taught college you look at uh, our national champion this year you look at Villanova um, DiVincenzo, Brunson, um, a lot of times they had three, three point guards, if you want to call them by position, on the court at the same time. Uh, played that way a lot at Stephen F. Austin. And it doesn't matter uh, who has it. It's about, the, it's about the matchup and the mismatch and the, the best opportunity to break it down and, uh, or, or break a defense down. And uh, that's why passing is so important. That's why ball handling is so important. And uh, you know they're all uh, they're all very capable shooters, so you you have you have a lot of options, and that's that's extremely exciting. And they're all different. They're all different. Uh, you know you've got you know an Io Trent and and an Andres. You've got different body types, different sizes, different speeds. Um, but the biggest thing you have is tremendous IQ and tr tremendous competitiveness. All right. So I know you don't like to deal with absolutes, but in your kind of evaluation, which one of these five guys was the most kind of criminal, criminally underrated, would you say? Which one 
did scouts miss the mark on the most? Well, I, you know, I think that it's, it's – I think most people would, will tell you that, that Allen was, you know, a guy that uh, uh, kind of shot up as, the, you know, the MVP of the state of New York and the state tournament and a guy that um, everybody kind of – a lot of mid-majors maybe messed with him early. Uh, but, again, I think it's, it's tremendous uh, uh, compliment to him in terms of uh, uh, his continued work ethic, his growth. Um, you know, I, I, watching his dad, his dad was a, was a late bloomer. But he, the one thing he does is he shoots it at an elite level, and there's always a place for those guys. And, and I love his competitiveness, and he's, he's, got a, he's got a great, quiet demeanor, but he's got great swagger with that. And, uh, uh, you know, and then Georgie played on a terrific high school team, and, and maybe his numbers don't stand out as – as a um, something that is overly daunting, but his impact on the game is was was huge. Every time we saw him, it was it was the assist, it was the rebounds, it was his defensive presence, it was his it was the the IQ plays that that won his team games, and you know stepping out, hitting a three to, when the game's on the line, and um, you know so I don't I don't get overly concerned with ratings and. This and that. I, it, for me, it's about the pieces that fit our puzzle, and 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 so uh, I think all of them are really, really good, and um, I think all of them are, are are great fits for what we're trying to do here. Did the to the handful oh, over here? Yeah. Um, did the handful of returning guys uh, play any impact, kind of, in this recruiting cycle? Um, someone like Trent or AJ play a leadership role in that? Absolutely. If our program is going to be great. Our players have to be our best recruiters, and it's not—it's—it's—it's it's, it's our job to go evaluate them, but it's our players' job to sell them on the culture and and the uh, the fun and the winning. And uh, we can we can put pictures of the State Farm Center with fifteen thousand and the Orange Crush and the Big Ten tournament and what whatever it is. Uh, but the everyday reality is that that their best friends in life will become their their teammates. And uh, that locker room, um, whether it be, I mean, the locker room in general, that group of guys in that locker room, uh, that's huge. And, and I put tremendous, tremendous worth and value in, uh, in those guys in there. Brad, um, given the year you had, some people might feel urgency to add transfers, um, really go heavy on that route. We've seen that before here. What made you want to, Kate, I don't want to say the long view because these guys will make an impact, but what made you want to go more prep heavy? Well, one, I think um, we've been on these guys for some time. This is something that is, uh, um, I feel very, very strongly in that one of the things that uh, I know our staff takes a lot of pride in, and that's development. And uh, be very, very honest, I don't want, just good teams. I want a great program. And, and you, you build a great program from laying the foundation, from the skills to the character. Um, yes, we're at, the, we're at the highest levels and we have to have talent. Um, but, but I want to do it through uh, the great guys in the locker room, laying the foundation that this program can, can uh, sustain, uh, which it should sustain. For, for 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 years and not just be an up and down roller coaster because we're taking fifth year guys and and um, uh, you know it would we yeah 
but I think that uh, at this point in time, we're in a great place to really build this. I think we're in a, in a, in a with a group of guys that uh, that everybody on our staff has has seen. We're excited about, and we know that they can they can um, they can play, and and that's something that uh, we feel very strongly about. With uh, Andre. Um... Just if you could elaborate a little on his recruiting when he got in your radar and just uh, Orlando's maybe connections with him. How? Yeah, Orlando's known him for a long time. Orlando was a um, is obviously of Dominican descent and was was a part of uh, has been a part of the Dominican uh, Federation uh, and their national teams for some time. Uh, and and when Orlando was uh, at South Florida. Uh, Recruited a lot of Dominican kids, but became very, very aware, and he became on their radar. We've known about Andres all year in terms of the the, the process. Uh, I think for us, it was more about the evaluation of of uh, where where would he fit, where could he fit, and and did we need him? And uh, as we continue to move forward, the 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 evaluation started uh, uh, long ago. But um, you know, we've. We felt like that became a must, and, and his, his maturity, his leadership was something that, uh, um, and his winning, his winning attitude is something that uh, we felt like we needed. So there, there's a tremendous connection there. Uh, I have no idea what Orlando and him will talk about in Spanish half the time. I'm going to have to get a briefer or a refresher course in, in Spanish, but uh, uh, it, it made for an interesting visit because mom speaks no English. So... Um, but um, but yeah, that's a special connection that those two have, and and we'd be, uh, um, you know, I think it's something that um, that was definitely an advantage for us. Uh, I know it's still kind of early, but how do you see Trent and Iles uh, different styles of play meshing on the court, and when they are on the court at the same time, what do you feel like they could bring to the game? Well, they're both so different, and and you know, I I think the one thing that is that is. Um, uh, Io will help Trent in, in, in certain areas. I think vice versa. Uh, you know, and I think Io is 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 one of the elite, elite competitors. You find very few guys who who um, look forward look forward to the challenge of going up against that guy that's got the other jersey on. And I mean, he relishes that. The better the competition, the better Io has always played. And that was evident in the state tournament, and and you could even take it a step further with what he did this weekend and in the practices before the Jordan Brand game, and and uh, so um, that competitiveness, those two going against each other, I can't wait to put those two against each other in practice, uh, and the same with Dre, and uh, uh, and yet putting those two together, uh, Trent's going to be just as effective off the ball. As he and or maybe better sometimes as he is on the ball and uh, now you create mismatches you create problems for the other team Io's a guy who's been able to to create his own shot in in a lot of ways and and uh, there's different angles now it's I, I talk about angles all the time there's a different angle when you're a six five point guard in terms of being able to pass the ball uh, than you know than Trent at six foot or six one and so. Um, yeah, I'm excited to have those two watch those two compete against each other every day because they'll make each other better. And then I'm excited to have them on, on the court together. Brad, I'm curious about class balance and is having seven potential guys a good thing for you? And, and how do you kind of balance that with the culture you want to set instead of having a bunch of guys back? Yeah, I don't think that there's much use for class balance anymore in college basketball. 
Um, I, we'll see what Kentucky start five freshmen. Uh, I, class balances. Th that's an that's that's a really old term and an old slang that I don't think. Yeah. Do you want to be old, old or older? Sure. This group will mature into some of those, uh, but I think there's. Um, uh, and I, I may be off here, but you know I think you get roster turnover of forty percent every two years, so it becomes very challenging to to get overly concerned about um, about, about class balance and. Uh, I, I don't. I look for good players who fit, no matter you know what their age. And I'm more worried about our culture and and our system than I am what what year in school they are. Coach, you've said many times this would be your most important class. You walked off the floor at MSG with only one commit. What was the key for you and your staff to make such a late push with this class? Well, I think you know. I, I think the one thing is it's we've been recruiting these guys for some time. And it, it's it's we can't control when guys want to sign or when guys want to commit, and uh, uh, so being persistent. Yeah, was it wasn't the greatest thing, you know, on a day off in the middle of Big Ten season, you know, hopping on a plane and taking a red eye to L.A. and watching a game and taking the red eye back, and but we do what you have to do, and and. Uh, uh, again, that's why I can't say enough positive things about our staff. Our staff busted their tails um, on this class because it, it did draw itself out a little bit. But, uh, um, you know, I think that's the world we're all living in. I think kids are waiting longer. I think kids are waiting to see how rosters shake out and who declares and who does this. And so I think we'll continue to see a lot of late signees. And uh, it may be smarter sometimes than to, to – to sign them all early, uh, to, to wait and see what uh, what's out there. Brad, I believe you have one spot open right now, um, but what are you guys looking for? And then you can still add some more pieces. What are you looking for? Well, in a perfect world, I, I'd love another front court guy. And, uh, you know, and that's, uh, um, you know, I, I don't think we're going to continue to stop recruiting quite yet, but, um, you know, we'd love a, a front court piece that's, uh, that, that, that fits and, and that can score and do some of the same things that uh, um, th that we need to be be successful. So we'll continue to uh, knock down those doors and and uh, uh, see where that ends. We'll see where that takes us. How can maybe the international experience that, that Andres has just help, or how has that helped his development to have played in several FIBA events? Yeah, I think a lot. Um, I, I think the one, I think the one thing that you gain when you play internationally, and you play in the FIBAs, and you play uh, um, World Championships, and so on, you play against grown men, and and I think the one thing that is is there's tremendous value in understanding. Um, how guys, uh, how you mature and how you little idiosyncrasies of the game, and uh, uh, there's there's value in that. You go you you go uh, in the summertime, and you the summer pro am leagues were so good back in the day because of of you know college guys playing with with pros, and they would learn and they could pick their brain. And anytime you're you're around age and and, and experience, uh, and guys who've played. Uh, at, at some of the different levels they've played, you you gain a, a, a tremendous experience, and 
uh, Andres has been able to do that, and it's part of the reason he wins at a very, very high clip now.